Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. I want to share with you today something that's been uh, very meaningful to me over the years and it is the what i call the secret to a transformed and blessed life or you could say the key to a life that's been transformed by the holy spirit through the word of god and um, in our opening i want to lay a foundation uh, reading uh, two verses of scripture from the book of Isaiah, chapter 50, verses 4 and 5. Isaiah, chapter 50, verses 4 and 5, and we read from the New King James Version. Thank you, Natasha. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as they learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Praise God. These two verses from the book of Isaiah are some of my most beloved words in the Bible, and I'll explain later. For me, they carry such depth of understanding and knowledge and revelation they are my beloved verses because these are the very words the holy spirit used to unlock at a particular time god's blessing over my life and release my potential in christ when god opened my ear not the physical but the spiritual ear to hear what he was saying to me everything changed and i believe that will change in your own life when god brings an awakening in your inner man and you are able to hear god speaking to you through the spirit using the word of god everything changed when i heard and there were times that happened uh, particularly in every change, in every season of change within my personal life as well as in the ministry. Everything changed in my present and everything changed concerning my future. It was, it was as though the heavens opened up and empowered me as I heard the Spirit of God speaking to me and elevated me on another dimension and i was able to walk of course in the spirit and as i mentioned i'm not talking about physical hearing but the ability to hear in the spirit and understand what god is communicating to you at a particular time in your life it's one it's one thing I realized reading the word or hearing the word 
uh, either uh, when someone is preaching, but it's another thing when you hear the Spirit of God directly speaking to you through the Word of God, both when you read the Word, when you study the Word, or when you hear someone ministering the Word to you like I do today, that there is a kind of hearing that takes place in your inner man, in your spirit. And that's why Jesus often said, he who has ears, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So Isaiah, speaking of God's people, and I think we find this, I don't have this reference, but I think it's in chapter 6. He said that if they, he, if they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with the heart, they will turn and receive healing and restoration. Here is the key. Restoration and breakthroughs are the result of being able to hear directly from God and obey Him. That's when the breakthrough takes place. And this is the key to a transformed and a blessed life. The reason I believe, that's my personal conviction, God's people are not experiencing His blessing in a particular area, I believe is because they are unable to hear in the Spirit or they refuse to hear Him. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25 says the following. He that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they do not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. Praise God. You see, here these people, they refused to listen, speaking about uh, the old covenant people, the Israelites on the Mount Sinai. The Word of God says that God is speaking to us all the time. It's not that God is not speaking. He's speaking all the time. And He has many ways of communicating to us His message or His Word. The problem is we are unable to hear. He's speaking all the time. But it takes an awakening ear or an ear that's been touched by the unction of the Spirit to hear what God is saying. And one of the most, I believe, pow uh, powerful prayers that we can pray is, Lord, open my eyes that I may see, open my ears that I may hear what you are endeavoring to communicate to me at this particular time or about this particular situation that I am struggling with. Notice, according to the uh, scriptures that we read in Isaiah, that it is the Lord who awakens and opens our ear to hear. Isaiah said, morning by morning, he awakens my ear to hear as one who is being taught or to hear as the learned. Praise God that by the unction of the Spirit, God opens our innermost ear to hear, to perceive, 
and to understand that which is communicating to us. In other words, we're not reading words on a page. The Bible says that the letter kills. It is the spirit that gives life. Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So that's what we're talking about. So it is the spirit of God by his unction within us who awakens our inner man to hear and understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And he does so as we humbly take time to wait on him according to the scriptures morning by morning. Morning by morning, he awakens my ear to hear. And, and he teaches us by the Spirit and guides us into all truth. Now, <clears throat> ask the Spirit to open your inner ear and give you the ability to understand what he's saying to you about matters of importance to you about your life, about your present, about your future, matters that you've been praying about or you are praying about currently, matters on which you are seeking somehow a breakthrough in your life. And God will speak to you about those, those areas, those situations. He'll speak to you about your present, about your future, about the plans that he has for you, for your children, for your family, and for the call of God which he placed upon your life. Now, in my experience over many years, I found that many, many believers pray, but very few hear, truly hear, what God is saying to them. And I often ask people to please tell me what is God saying to you about the situation that you are praying about? What did God say or what is God saying concerning this matter that you've been praying about probably for a long time? And almost every time they are unable to give me a definite answer or a definite word. This is what God is saying to me about this situation. I've heard God. And he spoke to me, and not only did he speak to me by the Spirit, but he also showed me in his word and confirmed it. This is what God is saying. Most people I ask about that, they come back with no definite reply. It's a fact. Now, I believe that if we have a healthy relationship with God, we should be able to hear. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they know me. Not only we should be able to hear, but also understand spiritual understanding, God's thoughts, God's plans for our life. God does not want any one of his children to remain in darkness or ignorance. Ignorance is not from God. And so if we have that vibrant, personal, intimate relationship with God, we should be able to hear and walk in the light as he's in the light. 
And I believe, according to the word, that if we truly seek him with all of our heart and devotion, we should be able to find him. That's what Jeremiah chapter 29 tells us. He said, if you seek me and seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you. Jesus also said in Luke's gospel chapter 11, ask and it will be given you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. Now, if we are not finding him, means we are seeking not him something else. We could be seeking his blessing. We could be seeking his hand rather than his face. The word says, and I believe the word is truth. Amen. He said, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Where will we find him? God is found in his word and our ability to hear from him, I believe is the key to finding God. You know, we have a Greek saying, I think it's a Greek proverb that says, In other words, in front of the door of a deaf man, deaf who can't hear you, can shout all you like. He won't be able to hear you. Well, the scriptures I shared with you in the opening of this lesson were made very real to me at a particular time of my walk with God, it was a time of discipline from the Lord. God was disciplining me in those days. And the Bible says that God disciplines every son, every daughter that he receives in his family. He disciplines us. He chastises us. Why? So that we may become partakers, the Bible says, of his holiness. Now, during this season of discipline, God was using my father-in-law to exercise this discipline. But I couldn't see it. And at first, I did not see it. I did not understand it. So I rebelled. And this went for several months. There were arguments. There were fights. There was all sorts of unpleasant situations. Until one day, in prayer, the Lord opened my ears and my eyes to see and to understand what was going on. And I heard the Lord <clears throat> by the Spirit clearly say to me, Son, you're not rebelling against your father-in-law, but you're rebelling against me. Humble yourself before him and be submissive and obedient those words i heard clearly from god that day the very day i humbled myself before my father-in-law and submitted to him in respect and honor was the day that the heavens opened over my life and the blessing began to work on my behalf there was a breakthrough after breakthrough blessing after blessing both spiritually as well as financially now this would not have taken place if the lord in his mercy had not opened my ear my inner ear to hear it was the awakening of my inner ear that brought the transformation 
We read in Luke's Gospel, chapter 24, verses 44 and 45, Jesus is having a conversation with the two on the road to Emmaus, and this is some of the things that he told them. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding they might comprehend the scriptures. Please notice what verse 45 says. Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand or comprehend the scriptures. What was the result? The whole attitude of the two changed. Once they understood, they they spiritually understood what the scriptures were saying and from sadness they turned to joy of course and from despair to triumph and that's what happened when god speaks there is joy there is breakthrough there is peace there is a rest that comes over us that says everything is going to be okay you know, when I was going through the challenge with my eye and uh, the enemy was throwing all sorts of thoughts into my mind, that's it, you finished. You're going to go blind and it's going to spread and you're going to be paralyzed in your throat in your, and in your muscles and all of that, according to the doctors. I went to the Lord. I was in, in the city of Florida, in the uh, state of Florida, in Newport Ritchie, one morning and I poured my heart out to God and I said, God, please speak to me. I need to hear from you. What's going on here? I don't want to hear what the doctor says. I want to hear what you're saying. And God spoke to me through the spirit. I heard him clearly. He said, son, fear not. I've given you another 15 years of fruitful ministry. When he spoke those words, there was a peace that came over me and all of the fear and the anxiety just left my heart and mind. I knew the end result. God spoke. And when he spoke, there was joy, there was faith, there was rest. And that's what happens when we hear God in the spirit when he speaks to us. Praise God. And the wonderful thing about this is that God wants to speak to you also about your life, about your future, about the plans, the thoughts that God has, the book that he's written about you and about the work that he's called you to do. It's a wonderful thing. I don't believe there's a substitute of, of, having, of hearing God or having an encounter with the person of the Holy Spirit. And I can testify to this. Every season of change, that I experienced both in my personal life as well as in my ministry came as a result of being able to hear what God was saying to me at that particular time. Now, here is the thing. Once you hear from God or hear God, faith is present. Faith is present to do the impossible and do what is spoken. And that is the secret. The Bible says that faith comes 
how? By hearing from God. When you hear, faith is present. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to strive to have faith because faith is present in the living word that you heard. And whatever you hear, faith is there to do it, to empower you to do it. Amen. Now, I believe this is the primary reason that we struggle with faith. We struggle for a lack of faith. Lack of faith is a result of a lack of hearing. You're not hearing. You're reading your Bible, but you're not hearing. You hear the message, but you're not truly. You hear with these ears, but nothing happens down here in your inner ear. You're not hearing. And so um, that's the result of a lack of faith. Everyone has ears, but not everyone has an awakening inner ear that's been awakened by God to hear. And this is the reason I, uh, Jesus said so often, he who has ears, let him hear. Praise God. Now, here is another problem that we face. And, and it's, it, it, this, this is so true. All of us have the tendency to hear what we want to hear. <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> All of us, no one excluded, have the tendency to hear what we want to hear. Notice what the Bible says will happen in the last days. And we're reading these verses of Scripture from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 in the Amplified Classic. And people will not tolerate or endure sound, wholesome instructions. But having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another, to a considerable number, chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors they hold. Wow. Did you hear that? Well, here is another secret that I want to share with you. It takes a submissive will that is fully surrendered to God to be able to hear what he's saying. Submissive will, fully surrendered to the Lord. That's the secret. And if we want to truly hear from God, we must fully surrender and yield our will to him. Every area of our lives that you desire to hear truth, needs to be submitted and surrendered to the will of God. And too many of us come to God with our own agendas. We come with our own opinions, with our own ideas that are tainted by our religious background or by our traditions. We come with our own plans. And at times, we also come with idols that are hidden deep in our heart and we're not even aware of it now if you come to god with that agenda if you come to god with your own ideas your own plans what you want to do and you expect to hear from god if we certainly do that we're going to hear what we want to hear and not what god wants to say to us 
Are you still with me? And many of us, and I've, I've seen this phenomenon throughout my years. God told me, Pastor. But I know in my heart, that wasn't God. That was an idol that they had in the heart or a own desire. You know, your own desires will speak to you. Now, and you need to be able to discern. Now, let me, let me say this. God is not interested in fulfilling our desires, nor is he interested in helping us build our own kingdoms. Are you listening to me? He will not help you do that. He will not help you fulfill your plans, your vision, your desires. He is at work, the Bible says, building his church and extending and establishing the influence of his kingdom on the earth. And if our will is aligned with his, then we can expect him to assist us and to speak truth to us. You still with me? Praise God. Now, the awakening ear, you may want to write this down, is given to a life that is fully surrendered to God and his purposes. The awakening ear, the ear that's been touched by the unction of the Spirit, is given to a life that is fully surrendered to God and his purposes. To protect ourselves. Listen, all of us, none excluded, have blind spots in our lives. Blind spots. That's why we need loving and trusting relationships in our journey of faith that will speak to us the truth in love and help us to address issues that need to be confronted and corrected. You need these kind of relationships that know they love you. You trust them. And you need to give them the freedom to speak into your life. You need to give them the permission to do so. Because all of us have blind spots. And we need these kind of people so much that will walk with us, that will encourage us, but also they will point out those blind spots and correct us if we are willing to receive correction. Amen. Isaiah said, The Lord God has opened my ear. And notice what it says. And I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Now this, I believe, was a prophetic utterance that Isaiah spoke concerning Jesus, who was yielded completely to the Father, and he was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Because Isaiah, verse 6 of chapter 50 says, gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. Praise God. Notice what it says. I gave my back to those who struck me. Who is he talking about? 
He's talking about Jesus. My cheeks to those who plucked out my beard, and I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. I believe when God awakens us by opening up our spiritual ears, we do not shrink back from enduring unjust suffering or affliction. We do not run away from challenging circumstances, even from unjust suffering. We patiently endure in difficult and challenging circumstances because we heard from God. It gives us the strength. The hearing empowers us to endure, to persevere, to suffer unjust uh, suffering. We're not afraid of persecution or humiliation. Neither do we turn away from God's discipline. We submit and we obey because we heard. And in the hearing comes the grace, in the hearing comes the faith, in the hearing comes the empowering to do what is not possible for natural man to do. We give ourselves fully to the will of God without conditions, without reservations. And this indeed is the blessed life that is able to transform others as well. That's the secret. Now, let's look at here something else. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 11, the writer addresses a major problem in the fellowship. And um, he says to them, let's read it, Hebrews 5.11 in the Amplified Classic. Concerning this, we have much to say which is hard to explain. Since you have become dull in your spiritual hearing and sluggish, even slothful in achieving spiritual insight. Notice what he says to them. Uh, the writer to the Hebrews. In other words, he's gently rebuking them. He says, you become dull of hearing. In other words, hard of hearing. And it's hard for me to explain spiritual truths to you. And unfortunately, this very condition exists today by and large in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Believers have become lazy, have become hard of hearing, slothful, in achieving spiritual insight and discernment. And of course, the result of this condition is that it prevents us from becoming mature disciples of Christ because we can't hear, we can't grow. Now, we hear there is so much teaching and preaching in the church today. So many Bible courses, so many marriage courses, you name it, it's all there. There's no lack of spiritual uh, ministry. But that is not the problem. The problem is the church has become dull of hearing. And this condition, of course, locks us into, into, into being spiritual infants. Amen? We are... As Paul said to the Corinthians, we are unable to receive 
deeper spiritual truths. He says to them, I can only give you milk, but I cannot give you solid food because you are still babes in Christ. Amen. Always, you see, a spiritual infant is always dependent on others to carry him through the spiritual journey. And he struggles to stand on his own faith, on his own feet, and become a witness uh, or a mouthpiece or a, a true representative of Christ in the earth. Now, there is a major difference between a spiritually mature church and an immature one. And the New Testament gives us the examples of these two, two churches. It talks about the church in Corinth as well as the church in Thessaloniki. Now, you know your Bible. You should know the New Testament. You should know what Paul wrote to the Corinthians. To the church in Corinth, Paul says, you are carnal and you're full of envy, you're full of strife, you're full of divisions. And as a result, I'm unable to speak to you as to spiritual people. But notice what he said to the church in Thessaloniki. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of our God and Father. For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out, so that we do not need to say anything. Praise God. What, what, a, what a word of praise to give to a church or to an individual to say to them, your faith has gone out all over the world and I don't need to say anything about it. We can clearly see the difference between the two churches. And I want to conclude my message today and this teaching with this thought. You and I have a choice. Amen. We have a choice in this matter. We can choose to be like the believers in Thessaloniki, from whom, as Paul said, the word of God sounded forth in every place, or we can choose to be like the Corinthians or like the Hebrew believers who chose to remain as spiritual in infants. The choice is ours. And the difference between the two was the depth of reception to the word of God. The one had ears to hear and perceive spiritual truths and the other did not. Why? The one was fully surrendered to God and his purposes in spreading the gospel through the faith and the other succumbed to the flesh and its desires. That's the difference. And I know that deep within your heart, you want to be like the Thessalonians who were growing, who Paul says to them, your, your work of faith is remembered, your labor of love, your patience in, of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ is very evident. Don't you want to be like that?
I do, and I know you do. So the most effective and most powerful prayer to pray, Lord God, in your mercy, awaken my inner man, awaken my ear to hear as one who is being taught by you, not by man, by you directly speaking to me, guiding me, teaching me, leading me into all truth. Can we pray that prayer? Can we believe that God will answer such a prayer? And then when we pray that prayer, say, Lord, here is my life. Here is every area of my life, my personal life, my business life. My, my everything, every area, my relationships, I surrender and submit it to you. I want your will above anything else in my life. I don't want to do my own thing. I don't want to follow my own plans. I don't want to follow my own agenda. I want yours. For you said in your word, if we seek first the kingdom of God and your righteousness, all of these other things will be added to us. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your precious word today. And thank you that by your spirit, you've given us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart that understands spiritual truths and the mysteries of the kingdom of God. You say, dear Lord Jesus, to your disciples, blessed are your ears for they hear and your eyes for they see. I pray today that by the unction of your spirit, you will bring an awakening, a greater awakening in our inner man, that we may be able to hear truth, to receive truth, and to be changed by it. We ask that you would help us to examine every area of our lives. And if there's any area, dear Lord, that is not fully surrendered to you, if there are any idols hidden deep in our hearts that we are not aware of. I pray that you bring them to the light, expose them to us, that we may see it and give us the courage to confront them and deal with them so that we may grow and mature in the Lord and be a blessing not only to our family, but to those around us. And we ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you for answering this prayer, dear Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.